This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You know, it's been said that success comes to those who wait. Belief started in the fourth grade. I believe that it's earned with the right attitude. And I had this nagging feeling. A great belief system. I was capable of so much more. An action every single day. In all the pursuits that we have in our lives, I think there's an element of suffering. When you mix that in with faith, courage, discipline, and most importantly, a vision. Never give up on yourself. That's when greatness happens. The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland. Welcome to the Circuit of Success. I am your host, Brett Gilliland, founder and CEO of Visionary Wealth Advisors. Uh, We're excited to be with you today. Before we dive into the show, we're going to spend some time uh, talking about an event we have on January 25th. Uh, Swing for Hope, a charity that is near and dear to my wife and I's heart. We started back in 2007. Uh, We are having a Rock for Hope event at the uh, Regency Center in O'Fallon, Illinois. So come on over and join us. We're going to raise some money. We're going to have a lot of fun. We got a band and uh, we have a lip sync karaoke night, uh, $500 reward for the winner. Uh, You can go to our website at swingforhope.org to learn more and you can sign up on there. Very easy to do. We'd love to see you come out and join us again on January 25th, 2019 at the Regency Center in O'Fallon, Illinois. Thanks for joining us. And I'm excited because uh, those that listen to this show every week know I love love a couple things. Cardinal baseball and I love entrepreneurial mindset type stuff. We got Scott Duffy with us today. Scott, how you doing? Well, I was amazing until I heard Cardinal baseball. (laughs) <laughs> Dodgers baseball Yankees what do you got well I'm, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a Dodger guy I'm out here in LA actually let me just tell you one of the funnest you know I, I worked in sports for for quite a while I worked at um for what's cbssports.com now I worked at uh helping to launch foxsports.com and um one of the funnest things I ever did was get to go and watch the cards play St. Louis um uh, several years ago, kind of cards play the Dodgers or cards play who the, uh, the Cubs at oh, Wrigley Cubs. field. All right, yeah. And it was such an electric atmosphere. And, and, and I just remember the game I was at the Cardinals crushed the Cubs and, like uh, it was, it was a blast. It was we really like a blast. That. We like that. As you know, that's our rival. So we like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'll have on the, on the website and on the show notes for everybody to the, the laundry list of success that you've had, Scott. So I'm excited to spend time with you today and, and, you know, an entrepreneur, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this. You sold a business to Richard Branson, uh, all the stuff you've done, but always what I like to ask people is what, what has helped make you the man you are today? Cause all that stuff doesn't just happen. And I know that's a big question, but, but what's helped you become the man you are today? Well, that's, that's an easy answer. Just failing, like all the, just failing a bunch. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's, if you take a look at anybody that's good in anything, you know, you, you really just need to, you know, one, one thing you can do is just dig into, you know, what it is that they've been through, right. And the road um, that they've, they've gone on the journey they've gone in order to get there. And I think that, you know, in my life, what I've done is I've taken a lot of shots and I've had some things that have worked really well and, um, you know, big, been big wins, but I've had just as many, if not more, um, experiences that, you know, that 
just didn't go as planned. They took longer than planned. They went sideways. And I really think that, you know, the key for all of us uh, to achieve success in any area is really, you know, comes in two big, big chunks. Number one is really to follow that consistent meaning, you know, every single day and persistent, meaning you will never quit pursuit of your pure potential in any one area. That's number one. And number two, it's learning from failure and learning how to use failure as a springboard for moving you forward. Well, I couldn't agree more. I was, uh, I do some consulting for some companies and today I was speaking to their uh, entire team and I said, you know, it's not a failure if we learn from the failure. And that's exactly what you just said there. Because I think so many times we 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 do this, we do something, we may fail, and then nobody learns from it. And they wake up one or two or three years from now and they do the same thing. And it's like they don't understand why they're not moving forward, right? Wouldn't you agree? Well, yeah. And I, I'll, <laughs> I'll share a story. So um, one of my best friends, his name is David Meltzer. Okay, and he's been on the show. Okay, Dave's been on the show. Okay, so yeah. I love David. And, and my, we... I, I, my office is in Dave's building and, okay. and, um, I sit right next to him. And, and so anyway, so, <laughs> so the first time I ever went to Dave's office, he, he's, he called me, he's like, Scott, he's like, you have got to come and check out one of my weekly staff meetings. And I said, Dave, why would I want to do that? I've been to so many staff meetings, like, right. you know, and I've run them. Like, why would I want to come to yours? And, and it sounded, I mean, the whole thing just sounded so boring to me. <laughs> and he goes, dude, you got to come. I will absolutely blow. This is going to blow your mind because it's going to be so different. And I go, okay, cool. So I end up going. And, you know, one of the things that Dave, um, you know, is is really notable for is um, how it, he runs an intern program during the summer. And he'll have, you know, 30, 40 interns in addition to his staff. Um, that are working from the office, you know, June, July, and August. And so I go into this meeting. It's in the summertime. It's packed with interns and staff members. And I expected for him to go around the table and talk to all of his managers, look at them and say, you know, tell me about, you know, what happened last week and what you're focused on this week and give us, a, give us an update. And you know how those meetings are. Like everybody just puts their best foot forward. Right. And, and they just want to, you know, they want to shine. Well, Dave does it different. Dave runs what he calls the Stevie Awards at his meetings. And here's how they work. Every single person in the room, when it's their time to share, has to share the biggest screw up, the biggest failure that they had in the previous week. And the person who, who has the biggest screw up of all, like the biggest screw up, the biggest mess up, the biggest F up, that, that person wins $1,000 every single week. Holy smokes. And so what happens, but here's the thing, it's an incredible lesson because um, it does so many great things. So it's not just about sharing what your biggest mistake is, right? But it's what did you learn from it? And how can we all learn from it in order to move further, faster, and with far less capital than we ever imagined? And so what he does, he says, okay, tell me what was your screw up? And then I want to know four things. Okay. And this is where he reinforces his culture. Number one, you got to take full accountability and responsibility for it. Number two, you got to forgive yourself for it. Number three, you got to share everything that you learned from it. And number four, you got to be grateful, grateful for that happening. And so what happens is he's built this culture where failing isn't a bad thing. 
It's just seen as another step in the process for getting us closer to our goal. And people in his organization aren't afraid to take risks as a result. And it, it's just it's just an amazing lesson. So the Stevie Awards, I'd recommend people, you know, maybe test it at their offices as well. You're listening to The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland. Stay with us. We're back to The Circuit of Success. I am Brett Gilliland. I am your host, and we are joined every single week with great guests who uh, really open up and let us listen in to their world and what it takes to be successful. And they talk about the circuits of attitude, beliefs, and action that ultimately get results that's helped them in their life become very successful in whatever that endeavor is. So talk to us about the business you sold to Richard Branson. I'm sure that maybe it never gets old talking about, but that had to be a pretty probably intense and unique experience. So walk us through that. How, what was well, it? How did that happen? Well, so the, so basically what happened was I... Um, I, I ran into a friend in in uh, in Miami a few years ago, and I was I was in between companies, and I was kind of trying to figure out what it was I wanted to do, what I wanted to build next. And the friend of mine had had he said you need to take a look at the private aviation space. And, and this was, you know, not that long after, you know, 9-11 where, you know, it was really tough in the airports and we really hadn't figured out TSA yet. And and business travel was just a mess. And what was happening is private jet travel was growing up into the right. It was scaling like crazy. Um, but but there were a lot of issues in the industry. And, and the biggest was this um, in commercial aviation. Here's what happens in commercial aviation. You have like a handful of big operators like American and Delta and United and Southwest at the time Virgin, and they control all the passenger seats. So you have five planes that all have hundreds of aircraft that they that they operate. And 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 so it, it's just really simple. If I'm a, a buyer, I want to go on a trip. I go onto Expedia. I do a search and it's just really easy to find the inventory and book a trip. In private aviation, it was completely different. Instead of having a handful of operators, there were 2,500 operators in the United States. And instead of having hundreds of planes in their fleet, the typical private aviation operator only had three. And no one had ever gone out and basically aggregated all of the, that supply all the, into one like simple place. And so what I said is, what if I created Expedia, but for private jets? And we brought all the supply and demand into one place. We created a marketplace. And, and while taking that, that company to market, I ended up um, selling that company to the Virgin Group and, and um, Richard Branson's Virgin Group. And, you know, it was, it was an amazing experience. And, you know, it wasn't just the high of, you know, having that win. And, you know, to me, I mean, it, to me, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, my, my business, you know, hero at the time was Richard Branson. So to, to, right. to be in a business with him, the business brand, you know, that I admired most was Virgin. The space I loved the most was tech and travel. Like, and it seemed like, like it was the perfect marriage, but for me, like everything like changed in a heartbeat because when we launched as a Virgin branded company, it was March of 2008. And we all know what happens and what happened in 2008. Right. And, and so it was, a, it was an incredible journey, you know, the, the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship. And then it's kind of like what you learn on the back end. 
Fascinating. You and Jesse Itzler ever sit around and talk, you know, about Warren Buffett and Richard Branson and how you guys sold these aviation companies? Oh my gosh. You, you know, it, it, it's so funny. Um, first of all, I love Jesse. Jesse is amazing. And, um, and, uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I, I don't know that I've ever actually shared this, um, uh, in, in any kind of, in, in, in any kind of broadcast like this. So, um, when I was negotiating the deal for Virgin to invest, I had just been introduced to, to, um, to Jesse and Kenny Dichter and the guys that started Marquee nice. Jet. And they had an office and it was in Midtown and we scheduled a meeting and I'll, I'll never forget. So I'm in this meeting with them. And they were aware because we have all kinds of, we have tons of mutual friends. They, they knew what I was, I was trying to do, trying to get this deal done with, with Virgin. And my phone was blowing up during that meeting. And so I, um, <laughs> so I go in the bathroom and I look and I've got all these texts from, from Virgin's business development group. And they're like, Richard's in town. You've got to make your final pitch now. He's leaving. Like, you got to get down to the office now. Now, I'm in Midtown and Virgin's in Soho, and that is a long way. And right. it was one of those days where it was snowing and raining and cold and you couldn't get a cab. So I said to the marquee guys, I'm like, you guys, like, this is it. I got to jump. And they're like, go. They were so cool. They're like, go for it, man. Go get that deal. So I go downstairs, can't get a cab, and I run in the snow and rain like 35, 40 blocks. Oh, goodness. And when I walked in, I was completely soaking wet. And so I gave the final pitch to Virgin, like into Richard, like just dripping toe to toe. And um, and it was it's kind of fun to look back on now, but that's that's how we did the deal. So you wish you had a uh, video guy running with you, right? And putting that whole thing and that you can make a movie out of that thing. So let's talk about that for a second. I think so many people, right? We yeah. try to think, okay, I got to have my perfect suit on. I got to have this on and it, you know, I got to have this perfect presentation and PowerPoint and all that stuff. And here you are dripping wet with arguably, you know, a top five, top 10 entrepreneur in the world. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you, what do you say about that? I mean, that, that's incredible. All anybody ever cares about is, do you deliver? Do you execute? You know, do you have the team? Do you have the people around you to take this vision and make it a reality? And so it's really interesting because in that moment, even though like I look back at it and I laugh and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you're dripping wet and this and that and the other, um, you know, I was locked in and he was locked in. And, um, you know, there had been plenty of dialogue before that um, between Richard and the group. And, and so they knew exactly what it was that, you know, what, what it was that, that, that we were going to build, you know, but there's, there's always the eye test, right, that you have with people. And, and um, you know, so I think it was really good to sit down and be able to get that time. Um, you know, that, 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 was, that was amazing. And he was, he was absolutely incredible. Um, during a period where, you know, it seemed like the world was kind of going sideways. He was, he was awesome. You're listening to the circuit of success with Brett Gilliland. Stay with us. Welcome back to the circuit of success. I am your host, Brett Gilliland. It's been awesome so far in this interview. We're going to dive right back in and we're going to dive into the attitude, the beliefs, the action that ultimately gets results. So let's dive right back into this week's guest. So talk to us about your, what I would call your no-miss habits. I mean, every day we know these rituals will happen uh, for Scott Duffy. 
nothing's getting in the way with them. What what is it? Well, um, I the number one thing that I do every day is I meditate. And so I, I start myself, I, I start the day off with a meditation. Um, is it at like headspace or are you just self-guided? I do a combination of things. So like I, I'm actually going through a training program right now from Sri Sri Ravi Shankar um, in India. And um, I, I'm a big Wayne Dyer fan. And uh, and I, I listen to lots of self-guided meditations. But, the, you know, the, the one con- piece of connective tissue is every day I, I do say this. I ask, you know, or God, my creator, my infinite source, please show me what I need to see to increase my awareness, raise my vibration, and help me access more of my pure potential. And then I always ask God to put 10 people in front of me that I can help in that day. And and that's really what I try and focus on from the very beginning of the day is service. And the other thing that I, I like to focus on from the time I wake up is gratitude. And gratitude is so important because it changes everything. And the reason it changes everything is it it shifts your perspective from what you don't have to what you do have. And the way that I practice it is this, the way that I practice it is um, I have two alarms that are set on my phone every single day. And the first goes off in the morning. And when it goes off, I call them my gratitude alarms. Um, what I do is I, I, I say three things that I'm thankful for in that moment. And then at night, I do the same thing, three things a day. And, you know, I really started this practice, you know, a few years ago. And it was, it was our mutual friend, Dave, you know, who, who really, you know, got me to do it. And he said, if you focus on gratitude for 30 days, it will change your life forever. And it really did. And, and what's cool about doing something like this is the way, I, you know, I decided to take a personal practice and, and share it with my kids. And so what I do is I set the alarm on the phone to whatever my kid's favorite song is at the time. And I've been doing this for years now. And so when it goes off, they know the sound. And they hear it and everyone yells, thank you, no matter where they are in the house. Oh, it's awesome. And we go around and we do this. So um, to me, like the things that I have to do are are those two things. I, I, I have got to meditate to clear my head and get strong. I, I, I've got to do my prayers. I have got to p- focus gratitude. And then the last thing is I have to exercise. And, you know, we were talking about Virgin a second ago. You know, I remember in 2008, um, I, I was invited by by um, the t- by Richard and the team to his home on Necker Island to talk about um, kind of what was going on with the economy and how we adjust. And I remember on the last day when it was time to go, I was um, you, you the airport you use there is Tortola to get home, and and I was and I was standing there and I saw this guy named Steve Ridgeway, and Steve was the CEO of Virgin Atlantic. He is an icon in that space. He was there for forever and. I went up to Steve and I said, Hey, Steve, I have a question. I said, um, I, I'm freaking out right now about my business and this economy and what to do. And I said, can you just give me one nugget? What is the one thing, like the most important part of your job? Like the one thing I need to be focused on today. And I expected him to say something like leadership or management or communication. And his answer was exercise. Hmm. That's just not what I'm looking for. (laughs) Right. I said, Steve, I I said, I said, I'm surprised you'd say exercise. And he looked at me and he said, I'm disappointed that you're surprised. And he turned around and he walked away. True story. And then later that day, I was on a plane with David Cush. And David is the CEO, was the CEO at the time of Virgin America. And he was sitting 
next to me on the on the flight across the country. And I said, Dave, and this is like a couple hours later. I go, Dave, I said, I gotta ask you a question. I had this conversation with Steve a little while ago. And I, I asked him, I said, what's the most important part of your job? And, and, and David just jumped in and he goes, that's easy exercise. Oh, goodness. And I'm like two guys that are the very best of the best at what they do. And they both have the same answer. And I asked him, I said, Dave, why would you say exercise? And he said this. He said, because when times get tough, you have to be the toughest person in the room. And if you're not taking care of yourself, there's no way that you can be. And so to start yourself with your day with exercise and with gratitude or with the meditation and gratitude takes so little time. And then to layer on exercise, you know, those are the things that, that in my life I have to do. And, and, and the final thing is this, is that the people I know that are the most successful over the long term, like exercise is a practice, right? Absolutely. But they never schedule their day and then put exercise in it. They schedule their exercise and they put exercise around it. And it is a real key distinction between the people that really thrive and everybody else. I like that. I'm looking at my Peloton I just got in my office and uh, that has helped tremendously since the end of December because uh, you do, you get busy, right? Four kids and wife and craziness at work. And it's like, oh, I'll do that. I'll do that. Next thing you know, a week's come by and you haven't done it. So I'm forcing myself to do it in my day, like you just said. So I like that. So fears, how many of the fears you put in your mind, Scott, have actually blown up to the magnitude you put them in your mind to be? Well, they, they definitely all, they all blow up and they all blow up to the exact same proportion that they are in your mind. So, you know, if, if the, uh, if you've got a lot of fear and you're sitting in that, then a lot of, of stuff is going to blow back against you. But fear is an emotion. I, here's the thing. Emotions are nothing other than gifts, right? I, I feel like our emotions. So I, I'm a really big believer in the power of intention, right? Whatever it is that we put out, we're going to get back, right? Well, or another way to say it is whatever we focus on consistently, um, we get good at and we tend to manifest in our life. And, and so the way I look at it is this, an emotion is nothing more than, than God or the universe basically telling you how you're doing relative to that intention. It's the universe basically reflecting back to you and saying, hey, watch out for this. You got this like fear thing going on in there, or you got this crummy belief that's not working for you in there. Like pay attention to that and, and address it. And so that's the way I look at those things. And, and, um, I think that fear is, is one of the biggest gifts that, that any of us have, you know, it can absolutely wreck us if we get stuck in it and we just, we just stay focused on that one thing. Cause we can get really good at fear if that's what we focus on. Absolutely. So, uh, you, you are the author of the book breakthrough and you have the breakthrough masterminds. Tell us about those, man. You got some amazing things. I know the thing you did at the Yankee stadium, some other stuff you got cooking right now. Talk to our listeners about the Breakthrough Mastermind. Sure. Well, I'll start with a breakthrough book real quick. So um, Breakthrough, I just want to shout out to my friends at Entrepreneur Magazine and Entrepreneur Press who who published published this book. Basically, what it is, is it's a step-by-step roadmap for not only taking your idea to market, but once it's there, understanding how to grow, scale, and position that, that business for sale. And what I've done is I basically taken my experience. You know, I, I started my career working for Tony Robbins a billion years ago and then was really fortunate to be on the ground floor of a handful of companies that became big brands like CBS Sports.com, NBC Internet, 
foxsports.com and in the business that I was involved in with the Virgin Group. And so what I've done is I, I've been around all these amazing like entrepreneurs and innovators. And, you know, I, I've spent the last couple of years, oftentimes for Entrepreneur and Entrepreneur Magazine, interviewing people today who are the best of the best at what they do. And that's what this book is about. It's learning from, you know, people like a Richard Branson or Tony Robbins or, or Nicole Arbor or Gary Vaynerchuk or Damon John or, you know, Sarah Blakely, what they're doing kind of in each step of the process of building a successful company, what they're doing today that works. And that's the breakthrough book is it's a roadmap. The breakthrough mastermind is really an extension of that. What we do is we get together uh, with a small group once a quarter, and I bring in the top, you know, entrepreneurs and innovators, the top speakers and trainers, and we really roll up our sleeves and we focus on, you know, what is the one thing that you want to accomplish most in the next year? I mean, how as a group can we work together to do it? And we combine it with a really fun once in a lifetime experience. So, you know, in a couple weeks, we're going to be in San Diego, and we're going to be doing an event with Navy SEALs in San Diego. We're going to be jumping out of helicopters and executing a mock mission and doing all kinds of fun stuff. Um, but each thing that we do, we have a stop and we talk about the lessons that we learned and how we directly apply it to your business so you can use it going forward. Well, that sounds like a phenomenal time. How many days is that and where do our listeners find more about it? So it's a three-day event. Um, we get started with a dinner on a Thursday night, and we go through the weekend. And uh, to learn more, go to scottduffy.com, uh, scottduffy.com, or you can hit me up um, at scottduffymedia across all social media channels. Well, Scott, you're a great follow, man. You give a lot of impact. I know you're a busy man, and you've got lots of stuff cooking. So we will uh, look forward to maybe one day having you on the Circuit of Success again, but it's been great spending time with you today. You're awesome. Thank you so much. You know, each week we come and we have a we have a goal. Our goal for you is to to take a nugget, to take something every single week. Um, when we dive into the person's life, you know, they talk about the roads they've traveled, they talk about their struggles, they talk about some of their victories. You know, how have they done what they've done to become successful? So tune in each week on Sundays from four to five p.m. We look forward to spending each and every week with you. If you want more about our firm, Visionary Wealth Advisors, please find us online at visionarywealthadvisors.com or you can go to the show's website, circuitofsuccess.com. We're also on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we're there. Come find us, we're easy to find. And uh, we'll be back next week with another great guest on the Circuit of Success. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.